0: Welcome to the Workplace Pavilion. This is Dr. Selena. It's complicated. Okay. Sometimes we talk about how language evolves. And I do that in my work around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. I do that around just plain being a word nerd. But in recent years, because of social media and things that trend at different points and ways phrases have new meanings. Changing your Facebook relationship status to it's complicated gave it a whole new meaning. That's not the kind of complicated I want to talk about this morning, although related for different reasons. I want to talk about complexity in our organizations. Complexity is really the degree of difficulty Involved. So if we're trying to understand something, analyze, design, describe, how much difficulty is involved in doing that? Can we describe it as a system, a process, or even a phenomenon? Complexity can arise from a wide range of interconnected components. We've done some other episodes around systems and systems thinking. We'll continue to work on that. But the idea is interconnection, right, has then some sort of dynamic and evolving nature of a system, presence of feedback loops, or what I like to specialize in, the emerging or emergent behavior that arises from those interactions. And that's really what our relationship status of it's complicated means is, God, this is really kind of hard to describe right now. Thus. There's a high level of difficulty in trying to understand and analyze it. So I'm just going to say it's complicated. Well, life in organizations is way harder than updating my Facebook status because the problem on the Facebook status may be very, very real. But in our businesses and our teams, complexity is both hard and necessary. It is the interconnectedness of components, the dynamic and evolving nature of our system, right? The presence of feedback loops and emergent behavior. We got to have it if we are going to learn, sustain, and grow. So complexity can be found, right, across all systems, biology, physics, economics, social systems, computer science, engineering. It can come out in all sorts of ways, whether that's complexity of data or patterns, systems, behaviors. So managing complexity is really a key challenge for all of us. And it can lead to problems when we don't. I see in my practice unexpected behavior, inefficiencies, errors, difficult decision making, While various techniques and tools have been developed to understand and cope with complexity, we still seem to be at the very beginning of our understanding of how to do this in teams and organizations. Because there are certainly different modeling and visualization and learning and AI, artificial intelligence, we've been living that one now for a little bit, of just how explosive this has been and many of our fields. Okay, so what does this mean for us today? You're driving down the road, you're sitting in your office, spending a little time with me. Thanks for doing that. What do we need to think about as leaders? Solving complex problems is a key challenge for us, and there are some strategies out there. Now, I have said for many years in the classroom, you know, for about 120 years of management textbooks, it says, if you need to solve a problem, clearly identify the issue, generate a bunch of solutions, pick the best solution, implement it, learn from it, move on. Okay, I summarized that. But here's the challenge with that. So many people say, well, Selena, I it's a dilemma because I've generated all these options, but if I adjust this one, it affects that one. And if I change this, it impacts that. And if I solve for this, here's the challenge. So it is complicated. (laughs) What are some things we can think about even within complex problems that we can break it down as leaders? So number one, I'm still going to start with the same thing, define the problem. We have to be able to clearly identify the problem and its root causes. You might gather information, you might conduct some research, you might talk to experts and stakeholders, but you have to clearly define the problem because if you don't, you're going to end up solving the wrong thing. Breaking down the problem is also really important. So once we've defined it, we can break it down into smaller, more manageable parts. So we have to identify those components. What are the key issues? in order for us to prioritize actions. Now, here's something different. 20 years ago, you could pretty much solve that one issue, get to the cause and deploy whatever your solutions were. Now we have with more complexity that really absolutely need to gather input from diverse sources. Because complex problems often require that input from experts, stakeholders, or other affected parties. When we get diverse perspectives as leaders, it helps us identify new solutions and mitigate biases. We need to be doing more of that. I want you to push yourself today to think about when you're trying to solve a problem, get out of your head and talk to somebody else. Ask the people involved. Now, we can, you know, have those conversations, identify the tools we need, identify those potential solutions, test them, and learn from them, right? We have to be able to experiment with potential solutions and test them in a way that we can identify and refine solutions, Of course, two words that become really important in this process are communication and collaboration. They're probably the two words that I would wrap into how I'm spending my time and under the word relationships. Communication is key to solving complex problems. And we have to be transparent about the problem and the potential solutions while communicating both the impact and the benefits of those decisions to our stakeholders. If they don't know, they'll make it up. It's up to us as leaders to carry that weight, that responsibility of communication, and share it with them. We can't do what we used to do because that no longer works. And I mentioned collaboration. Complex problems are requiring us to get out of our lane, collaborate across teams and departments. We have to create opportunities for cross functional collaboration and encourage that culture of open communication and trust. We have to tackle complex problems and find innovative solutions. Although the challenge with that also becomes that complex problems usually require a long-term perspective and a willingness to adapt as new information becomes available. Long-term and adaptation. That's hard for us as leaders when, quite frankly, we're just trying to survive the day, the week, the month, and the quarter. This is a muscle. You've got to stretch. You've got to build some muscle mass behind it, you got to practice. So if I boil this down to some steps, what can we do? Number one, leaders, we need to embrace uncertainty. Complex is often associated with uncertainty. And we have to get comfortable not having all the answers. We need to acknowledge that some decisions are going to be difficult and it's okay not to have all the answers right away. Number two, wrapped around that collaboration, I've got to encourage it. We've got to get those multiple perspectives between colleagues and allow for space for different ideas to be exchanged. We have to set that expectation and we need to model it. If we are saying people can express their opinions but shut them down as soon as they do, we're not being the kind of effective leader we need to be. We also, number three, need to develop new problem-solving techniques. We need to help employees develop their problem-solving skills by providing them tools and resources to do so. We have to encourage them to think critically and question assumptions in order to understand the complexity of this situation. Number four, utilize technology in ways that is helpful for you. It's not to make this more complicated. It's actually to simplify it. What kinds of analytics or uh, data can you use, other tools to make sense of the data and the information? Number five, bringing all of this together, we have to adapt and adjust. Here's my phrase normalize doubt during change. Complexity and change are inevitable. So leaders should be prepared to adapt and adjust as needed. If you start getting your stubborn on, (laughs) take a step back, notice you're doing it, develop a, a process for keeping you agile and allowing yourself to experiment a little bit. That is what's going to be key to managing complexity in the workplace. Okay, so that's some stuff to think about. Let me tell you a topic that popped up a number of years ago, mostly in the IT and marketing fields. But I'm going to mention it here to you today because it fits in nicely with this. Over the last couple of years, I designed some training for it, and it's worth taking a look at materials out there around design thinking. Design thinking is really a problem-solving process that involves understanding user, customer, guest, patient experience, exploring possibilities, creating solutions, and testing them out. I love it because it is a process which has built into it continuous learning. So if you haven't heard of design thinking or you're looking for some resources, feel free to reach out to us at help at workplacechameleon.com, just as it sounds, H-E-L-P at Workplace Chameleon. I promise you'll only look up, have to look up how to spell chameleon once as you type out the address, workplacechameleon.com. Let's take on these next steps. They are not easy. Complexity will remain. Here's what I know. We were built for this time and place. On behalf of the Workplace Chameleon, learn something new today. Smash mental health stigmas. And, as I always tell my daughters, make good choices. Till next time, this is Dr. Selena.